0: You're listening to Raw and Real, a podcast for everyone dealing with loss. Join your host, Linda Piazza, as she and her guests share their experiences, knowledge, and heart when dealing with the tough topics of loss along life's journey. Our goal, whether you're dealing with a loss of a relationship, loss of health, loss of life, or loss of self, is to invite you to the table for our weekly conversation and provide some comfort in knowing that you're not alone in your grief. Now, here's your host, Linda Piazza. Hey guys, thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Raw and Real Podcast. I am your host, Linda Piazza, and today we're going to be discussing loneliness in the midst of a pandemic. We're so glad you're here. This is a pretty tough topic, and I think that it's one that needs to be talked about because I think in the middle of everything that we're dealing with and going through with COVID 19, people are unaware of some of the things that are going on around them because what they have going on within themselves is pretty crazy. Between young families with kids not going to school, parents are homeschooling, There, some of them are working jobs, and trying to balance the whole family thing with kids being home all the time and adding schoolwork on top of it. Some of them are stay-at-home moms, and it's just another added thing to their plate of having to homeschool their children, finding activities and things for them to do. The parent who is one who works outside the home, they are now trying to juggle working and kids entertaining and homeschooling, which is a big challenge and a big change for them. At the same time, while this group of people are challenged by all of the things that are on their plate that they have to do and they are going a little bit crazy, to be honest with you. Some of them are embracing it, and some of them are grateful for the slowdown and the time that they're able to have with their families and the things that they're able to do, like something simple as having dinner together with their kids. On the flip side of that, there are many people right now experiencing a very, very different scenario with this pandemic. And that is people who live by themselves that have no one there with them. They haven't left their house. They are climbing the walls because they haven't had human connection in, I don't know, anywhere from six to eight weeks. And there is some concern around that that I think needs to be talked about because I don't know that there's much of an awareness around what people are dealing with that are by themselves. Everything that I see and I on social media or I hear is about the homeschooling and the families and the chaos, but you're not hearing a whole bunch of stuff about the person who's by themselves dealing with this whole situation alone. And I believe that this topic fits very well with losses because the person who is by themselves has lost so much in the midst of this last six to eight weeks. And then the people who have a bunch of people around them and kids at home, they've lost kind of their sanity a little bit. And they've also lost a little bit of control of their lives. So there's a lot of loss around what we've got going on with COVID-19. And I think that it's a good subject for discussion. This is another topic to tackle. Of course, most of our topics are pretty tough to tackle But this one specifically is hard because I think that there is a stigma that people feel around loneliness. I think there's an embarrassment that people feel around loneliness. And so a lot of people who are lonely, whether they are lonely because they're by themselves or they're lonely in a relationship, they don't want to admit it. And they don't want to tell people that they're lonely because it's not comfortable I have been in both situations, been lonely in a marriage, and that was, that was miserable. Also, have been lonely in the sense of being completely by myself and going through some difficult times alone without anybody there. Being the type of person that I am to admit that is very, very difficult because I am a very strong, independent person. And that is not something that belongs in my world. So talking about it and telling people about it is not an easy thing. I've learned to become a little bit more transparent and a little bit more vulnerable to allow people in a little bit more to let them know that, yes, I experience that. Is there anybody else out there that kind of feels and is going through the same thing? You don't really... Know the extent of loneliness until you are dealing with a pandemic such as this right now. There are levels of loneliness. One night you just kind of feel like you're by yourself, you don't have anything to do, and you're just lonely. And then there is, you know, you're lonely because you live alone, you don't see a lot of people, you may not have a lot of friends, whatever that situation is, that's another level of loneliness. Losing somebody that you love that has passed away and you can't talk to them anymore, that's a different level of loneliness because there's a lot of loneliness that comes into play with death. And then there is what we have going on right now with the pandemic of COVID-19 and the level of loneliness of where people are at dealing with this on their own is in my mind above and beyond the majority of other things that might cause you to be lonely from time to time. When you are in the midst of something like COVID-19 and you are alone and you don't have anybody to share your concerns with or your fears with, Or your anxiety with your fears bring on anxiety, which we've talked about many times before. And you find yourself uncertain. You find yourself fearful because there is so much unknown right now. And you don't have anybody to comfort you. You don't have anybody to talk to you. Obviously, you can talk to people on the phone. You can do video time. And you can do text messaging and all that kind of stuff. So there is still communication, but it's very, very different. The level of communication, when it is virtual, while very grateful for it, it is not the same. Virtual is not the same as human connection. And during something like this, during difficult times, and honestly, not just this pandemic, but the loss of a loved one, When you're going through that and you're going through that by yourself, it's traumatic. It's difficult and it's hard for people who have never been there to understand it. And when you are dealing with loneliness and there isn't anybody around to tell you it's gonna be okay. There isn't anybody to physically give you a hug or have that conversation with somebody face to face with a human in front of you, it brings all of it to a very different, a very new level. And I think that there needs to be some awareness around it because most people, especially right now, and and rightfully so, rightfully so, because everybody's going through their own trauma their own turmoil, their own beliefs, their own thinking, their own feeling, their own fears, their own anxiety, regardless of whether or not it's about we should be open or we shouldn't be open. We are fearful because we don't know if what they're telling us is true. If it is true what they're telling us, and there's a lot of fear around it. What can it do to us? How is it affecting people? What's the long-term effects? How long is this going to last? How long are we stuck in our house? There's a bunch of things that are going on right now that are causing people to just crazy. I mean, there's a lot of crazy right now. And I'm not talking crazy in the sense of going out and doing something. I'm talking crazy, just like in your head, in your life. There's just a lot of it. So when everybody's got something going on in a time like this, the person who's by themselves is dealing with it all by themselves. And the people who have the chaos going on don't even realize what the person by themselves is going through. So the awareness around it is extremely important because I feel like down the road, when this is all behind us, there is going to be a lot of recovery from this time and uncertain on how that's all going to Fall into place and how people are going to deal with it after it's over. I know for myself, when I'm in the midst of a crisis, and this is just me and my personality, when I'm in the midst of a crisis, I just go full speed ahead. I do what I need to do. I get through it. I don't think about it. And I have no emotion around it because I don't have time to have emotion around it. I just know what's in front and I've got to get it taken care of, and I've got to handle it. Once the crisis is over, whether it is going through a divorce, or it was taking care of my sick friends or parents or sister, I didn't have time in any of those moments to fall apart. So when the divorce was final, or my friends or my sister or my parents passed away, and you got through the whole funeral and all that kind of stuff, and you come back home, you fall apart. I fall apart. I fall apart because now I can fall apart. There's nobody counting on me. There's nobody needing me. There's nobody that I have to take care of in that moment. So in that moment is my time to fall apart. So in this particular situation, there are other people feeling very similar. We don't have time to fall apart. We've just got to keep on keeping on to be able to keep your head above water without honestly freaking out over what our imaginations are telling us because there is so much uncertainty. When. Somebody is going through a crisis and they are by themselves. There's a lot of different thoughts and feelings that happen with that person that creates some stuff that now is not just about a pandemic or not just about the crisis that they're in, but it ends up being a little bit more about them. And then they start internalizing things, start thinking things. And most of the time or sometimes it's not real healthy stuff. There's an insignificance that a person will feel during times like this because there isn't anybody in their world. When someone is dealing with a crisis by themselves, and I'm talking they live alone, they haven't seen people in weeks, it brings loneliness to a new level a level that probably most people, unless they've been there, could even begin to understand what that level is. A lot of people would not be able to understand how a person who is by themselves during a time like this, how insignificant and unimportant they feel. Even though it's stuff that we are telling ourselves in our minds, it's still real to the lonely person. Here's the thing. Your mind can be your best friend and your mind can be your biggest enemy. So what you are feeding your mind when you're by yourself can be way opposite ends of the spectrum. When you are feeding your mind during a crisis and during something like what we are dealing with, as hard as a person tries to feed their mind with positive stuff, they end up with more negative thoughts than they do positive thoughts. You might have a good day for every good day. You might have three not so great days. Some people, even the person who is an introvert that typically doesn't like people or is okay by themselves, this particular situation and what we're in right now In the amount of time that there has been no human connection, would make that person lonely and kind of bring their loneliness to another level they never thought that they would experience. So it's real important to. Be aware of the people that are around you. I know that there's been a lot out there about nursing homes and people not being able to go see the elderly. And there's been a lot of focus and attention on that. And, you know, people are trying to do some extra stuff. I guarantee it's difficult. If you've got a parent in a nursing home or a family member or a loved one there, the idea of what's happening right now is very, very trying and very stressful. But they are not the only people by themselves. They are not the only people alone. They are not the only people experiencing traumatic things that are coming out of this. There's been a lot of focus on children, which there should be. There's been a lot of focus on parents, which there should be. There's been a lot of focus on the elderly, which there should be. There's been a lot of focus on homeless people. There's been a lot of focus around economy. There's been a lot of focus around making sure you're feeding the hungry. There's a lot of focus around the, each individual state and the numbers. There's a lot of focus around a bunch of stuff. There's been very, very, very little focus around people who are going through this by themselves. I have attended several online conventions that you normally would be at in person that you are doing online because we can't gather. I have been to several coaching events and every conversation around either the group coaching or the convention events or whatever it is that is out there. And there's a lot. They all talk about their struggles as parents with littles. And and I'm not discounting it. Please don't take it that way. Because I know That each person, each family has their own struggles that they're dealing with and they're all just as serious and as big as the other. One thing that nobody is talking about, one thing that there is no focus on, one thing that people are not made aware of is those that are alone, completely by themselves, dealing with this pandemic. There hasn't been one word that I have heard spoken about the truly lonely people who are in their homes with no one around. Spoken about the truly alone people that are in their homes that haven't seen another human in weeks there is no conversation about the person who is truly alone that hasn't felt physical touch from another human being whether it's a brush of of a shoulder it's a hug it's holding hands whatever that physical touch might be that may be insignificant to everybody else sitting on the couch with somebody watching a movie the person who is alone is not experiencing any of that. And I believe that it is extremely important for everybody to be aware of that person who is truly alone in their world with not another soul around. Yes, like I said, they can pick up the phone, there's phone calls, there's video chats, there's text messaging, and there's ways to communicate with people. But communicating virtually versus in person is completely and totally the opposite. So, if you know somebody who is by themselves and is dealing with this and no one else is around, they live alone no matter where they are, whether they're in the same city as you, the same country as you, the same state as you, it does not matter where they are. Pick up the phone. See if there's anything that they need. Don't let them play a game of Yahtzee by themselves. Don't let them sit day in and day out completely alone. Because even though, yes, there's phones and there's video chats and there's all that kind of virtual communication, most times everybody is too busy for that person who's by themselves. Rightfully so because your life has been turned upside down with all of the changes that are taking place. Single moms got littles and they are working from home and their kids are there and they're trying to homeschool and they're trying to work. They're trying to be mom. They're trying to be dad or vice versa. If it's a single dad that has custody of their kids, it's the same thing. And so there's a lot of stuff there that they're trying to balance. Probably thinking about somebody else is not on the top of their list because they've got a bunch of chaos happening. The married couples, you know, moms that stay at home, all of a sudden, husbands are home working. You're literally cooking three or four meals a day. You've got kids that are trying to get to dad because dad's not usually there and you're trying to, to come up with your own schedule, a new normal. There's a lot of stuff that's taken place and your life is chaotic and crazy on top of the fact that you got your spouse at home working that you're not used to. You've got kids that you're homeschooling. Your schedule's all out of whack. You're trying to come up with activities to occupy the kids because now the kids can not have play dates. They can't see their friends. They can't get out there and do what they normally do. And there's going to be an effect on children because of that as well, that I think that there needs to be an awareness around. And I've heard some conversations and talk about it and some awareness around it. I think the awareness needs to be a little bit stronger, maybe, because these kids, and again, it depends on the age of the children but these kids, their lives have been turned upside down and there's no normalcy. Some kids that are really scheduled and and they have this need to know what's coming next, this has been pretty traumatic on them. So while all of that is completely understood, if everybody in the midst of all that can find the time to reach out and let somebody know who's by themselves that you care about them that you're thinking about them that even though they're physically alone they're not alone and if there's something that they need maybe reach out and see what they need but more than likely all they need is someone to care and know that somebody cares because in their heads <laughs> there's a lot of things going on and when you call people and nobody answers the phone because they're busy or nobody answers the video chats because they're busy and you don't have an actual conversation with another human being for maybe two or three days your head plays a lot of stuff and the record that it's playing is not good it's not positive and it's making that person that's by themselves feel really lousy about about themselves and feeling like nobody cares feeling like they've hit, not necessarily rock bottom, but they've hit a pretty low place. Yes, if you are a person of faith, God is always with you and he will carry the load. And I do believe that. And I do lean into that quite often. And as wonderful as that is, and as comforting as that is, when God created the world, he created us for relationship. One of the things in Genesis that he says, as soon as he created Adam, that man should not be alone. And he created Eve for a companion. So as amazing as your relationship can be with God, there's still a loneliness that is felt because there's no human connection. So have a mindful awareness around it. It's really important. Don't wait until somebody gets sick, to stop and take time for them. I noticed just in my life, many times, many times, someone has gotten sick, someone's got cancer, someone's diagnosis isn't great, and life stops. Life stops for me, it stops for family members, it stops for friends, it stops. And everybody, all of a sudden, has time for the person that they didn't have time for a month ago because they were so busy. But now that they know that that person or that individual is sick, diagnosis isn't great, all of a sudden they have a bunch of time. So how about if we move forward in the world and in your relationships with that kind of urgency, with that kind of concern, with that kind of passion? To spend time with those people when they're sick, let's take that and do that just in normal everyday life. Don't wait for somebody to get sick. Don't wait for somebody to have a bad diagnosis to let them know how important they are to you. Because the depression, the anxiety, and the fear that sets into that person is completely by themselves. Is something they may never recover from. And a lot just depends on the person, their personality, their support system that's around them, how they come out of it, what they are able to do while they're in it. Are they able to stay up and have just a few yuck days or are most of their days yuck? Do you know? Because are you in the midst of their everyday life, checking on them, talking to them, seeing if there's anything that they need or just having a conversation with them. If you're not, then you have absolutely no idea kind of what they're dealing with and what they're going through. So you have no idea how they're going to handle coming out of this either. Fear is caused by isolation. And in a time like this, there is a lot of fear. And being isolated, which is being alone the fear is multiplied like 10 times over, 100 times over the fear that is around isolation and the person that's by themselves in something like this is really, could be really detrimental. And it's really, really difficult. And it's really heavy for that person. Many times a person's safe place is home. And for the person alone right now, the last place that they feel safe is at home. last place that they want to be is at home because they want normal back, which like everybody wants normal back. And I get that. Everybody wants normal back and it's important. But to that person who's by themselves and home used to be their safe place and they're not feeling safe there anymore because it's so difficult that it becomes their unsafe place because there's so much uncertainty and fear and loneliness around it that they just want to get out there and scream freedom and be in front of another human being, have a conversation, have a meal. People that are alone wake up by themselves, have breakfast, lunch, and dinner alone, watch TVs or movies alone, go to bed alone, their entire day is by themselves. They better damn well like themselves because if they don't, it's really going to be a lot harder for them if they don't like themselves. Is this a perfect time for people to kind of work through some of their muck? Absolutely. Absolutely. It it is a time that... People can do a lot of self-evaluation, can figure out what they like and they don't like. They can go ahead and dismiss some of the things in their lives that are not giving them anything positive. And, and they can work through all that, which is fantastic. But when you're going on month number three of all of this, all the stuff that you're trying to do in the very beginning that will be great. I'm going to get all this stuff done. I'm going to work on myself and I'm going to improve and figure out what I want to do with the rest of my life. Month one, that's all fantastic. And everybody's got that motivation. Not everybody, but a good number of people, especially ones by themselves, got that motivation. We're going to do it. You get into month number two and it starts becoming a little bit more dismal. You get into month number three. You don't even know who you were in month number one because you've lost so much between month one two coming on month three. So if you know somebody who is by themselves, pick up the phone and call them. If you know somebody that's by themselves, go drop something off at their front door with a little note and maybe a flower or a cake that you baked, or I I don't really know, there's a million things that you can drop off at somebody's front door to let them know that, hey, I was thinking about you today and I care. Because it's all it takes. Is one person going out of their way to make somebody else feel like they matter, feel like you care, feel like they're significant to somebody? Because when you are alone, and you don't have what you used to have, in a sense, it's tough. It's tough. And I'll talk personally, and I'll be transparent, reluctantly, but I will. So as most of you know, I'm the oldest of nine kids, single mom of four, grandmother of five, always had a lot of people around me, always had a lot of life around me, always had a lot of crazy around me. And I embraced it all because I am a people person. I like chaos. I like a lot of people. I like activity. I like noise. I like all that stuff. My kids are grown They're all on their own. They've got their families. My friends all have their families and their husbands and their spouses. Single parents, so there's not a husband or anything around. I gotta tell you guys, this time has been hell. It really has. I have an awareness, and probably might sound a little bit strange, but when they talk about hell. The actual real true hell, my belief, and maybe I'm talking against what's in the Bible. I'm not really sure. My belief, hell has nothing to do with fire. Hell has to do with the loss of your relationship with God, the loss of your relationship with Jesus Christ if you're a Christian. And you being placed somewhere else where they are not reachable, they're not obtainable. Heaven is this amazing, peaceful place that you can't get to for whatever reason. And that separation from God is your hell. Because I got to tell you, (laughs) this has been very difficult. And not seeing my family, not seeing my my brothers and sisters and my grandchildren and my children. And it has been extremely difficult. I am an extrovert. My love language is quality time and physical touch. Can you just imagine what the last eight weeks have been like? Like I said, the beginning was okay because I was working on my to-do list of things that I had to get done. And now, not so much. Now, the loneliness is a new level. Choices that I made along the way, right, wrong, or indifferent, I made them. But those choices put me where I am right now, never thinking that I'd be in the midst of a pandemic by myself. So I'm going to shout out to single parents a little bit and tell you, and I've said this before, your kids are important. You have a responsibility. You've got to keep them safe. You have to raise them. You have to do what's right by them. That's number one. But please don't lose yourself while you're doing that. Because then you'll find yourself many years later, by yourself trying to figure it all out at an age of 50 or 60 years old. And you're going, okay, what just happened? While you've got all this amazing stuff that you Created, you built, and and it's wonderful. And your kids are amazing, and you've got a lot of pride around that, and that's fantastic. Don't forget you in the midst of it because you're pretty important. And I think that single parents forget their importance because they're so busy with everything else: making a living, raising the kids, cooking, cleaning, on and on and on. And honestly, even parents who are couples. And they're married and I've had this conversation before as well. Don't lose yourself, your relationships and your kids. Your kids are important and take care of them and do the best you can for them. But make time for you. Make time for your spouse so that in 18 years when your kids are grown, you don't look at each other and wonder out wonder who the hell you all are and have your world unfold that you knew because it's not what You started out with. Okay, so the bottom line is this is a very trying time. People dealing with this all the way around is a challenge. Being by yourself during something like this, I think, is a greater challenge in a sense. Not that it's greater than your challenge, it's just a greater challenge than what they are used to. So Let people know how you feel. Make time for them before it's too late. Don't wait until somebody is sick to let them know that you care, especially in a time like this. There are a lot of what-ifs right now and a lot of uncertainty, which creates so much for everybody, not just the person that's by themselves. But I am trying to bring a little bit of awareness around this. You know, I was listening to the radio the other day and one of the people mentioned a gentleman in solitary confinement. I didn't listen to the whole thing. All I heard was solitary confinement. And I literally gasped and I thought to myself, oh, my God, that has got to be worse than death. There is a whole new awareness around stuff like that for me, writing this out by myself. And I just think that a lot of people, and it's not maliciously, it's not because somebody doesn't care, people just aren't thinking about it because there's so much other stuff going on. So that is why we're having this topic today. I think at the end of this, we're going to see just a lot of negative come out of this in the sense of getting back to what we consider normal. Are we going to be afraid to shake somebody's hand? Are we going to be afraid to walk by somebody? There's going to be a lot of PTSD. And the people who are lonely that don't have the strength to pull themselves out of it are going to be in a deep depression. And it's going to be real hard to get them out of that depression. And like I said earlier, I think the suicide rate's going to go up. So before all that happens, before that becomes a real concern, reach out to the people that you know that are doing this on their own and let them know that they matter before it's too late. Thanks for joining us this week for another episode of Raw and Real. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app so you get notification of all new episodes.